Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And tis the season to watch all the holiday favorite movies. And Elf may be one of your family's favorites or one of the most quoted. I know it is in our home. Well, here's some good news for you. New Stage Theater is presenting Elf the Musical coming out November the 30th through December the 21st. And we've got Peppy Biddy, the director, and Jack, uh, Buddy the Elf himself with us today. So welcome, guys. Thank you. I am disappointed, Jack. They, if they go to Super Talk TV, they'll be let down. You are not in your Buddy the Elf costume. <laughs> but at the same time, I completely understand why walking just through everyday life may feel a little odd in, in the little get-up. But We'll forgive you this time, but Thank how you. is it putting on the tights for the first time? It's great. Funny story, actually, we just did a photo shoot at uh, a, sto- a local store nearby, a local Christmas store nearby, and I walked in and everyone was like, okay, all right. And then as soon as we were like, Buddy the Elf, everyone knew exactly who I was. How did they not was, know that? Exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. And we were, it was it was me and Santa, we did a little photo shoot there, Fine. and it was, it was a lot of fun, and I... It was nice to see the community's reaction to Buddy the Elf out in the streets. and so. Well, I guarantee you, everyone who sees it, even if they don't make the connection, you will spark joy and you will bring <laughs> a smile to, to people's faces, which I think that's the whole thing around um, Elf the movie, which is going to translate well into the musical. So, Peppy, as the director, how did this even happen? How did you guys at New Stage decide, you know what, this is a good year to bring Elf uh, to the stage here in Mississippi? Francine Reynolds, the artistic mm-hmm. director, is, of course, the one who programs the season. But New Stage has a... <clears throat> oh, you're fine. New Stage has a Christmas show every year. Yeah. And a lot of times it's Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I was here maybe four years ago wow, talking about wise. Christmas yeah. Carol. And uh, so there's always a Christmas show, and there's a limited number of good Christmas shows out there. And this is a fairly new script the musical version so it's been sort of on the when we're ready to do this list and this was the year so what does it take behind the scenes peppy and even jack you can jump on this when you bring something new like i feel like you have your traditional things and i know that nutcracker christmas carol there's some others that come to mind that i feel like we all look forward to this time of year when you want to start something completely new for the first time instead of just pull out old costumes or pull out old sort of songs that folks know what how much back work does it take to get ready for something new compared to maybe dusting something off the 
rehearsal process is the same. We have 18 days from start to finish, no matter what show we're doing at New Stage. But the prep, we started in June. Wow. So it it usually takes that long for any big show. But when I did, say, Christmas Carol a second time, mm-hmm. we already had the set designed we did have the costumes, and we had done it recently enough that we were able to get about two-thirds of the actors back. And you know what? It took the same, same 18 days from start to finish to be ready. Yeah. So it's it's that prep time that um, you can sometimes shorten. But, yeah, we've been talking about this since June. So, okay, Jack, so you've had Elf on the Brain. You've had Christmas nights before July, Christmas since uh, at least June. Or when were you first introduced to Jack being a possible character that you could uh, you could play? I uh, auditioned for the show uh, late July, and Peppy and I actually had a conversation uh, over Zoom for about an hour, hour and a half about the show, and honestly just about life in general just to see because it's – it's very important that, at least in my opinion, that uh, actor and director have a good relationship. And I feel like Pepe and I hit it off immediately, and I think that we both have the same vision. And so I've been thinking about Buddy the Elf since August, and um, I think because we have the same vision, it honestly make th- makes things a lot easier, and it makes things makes the rehearsal process, the 18 days, really joyful and really exciting. And I think that when audiences come see the show, that joy is going to be expressed immediately in the, the opening number. The opening number is called Happy All the Time. Yeah. So there you go. Well, it would have to be a hard character. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming any character that you feel like your audience is going to be familiar with adds a layer of pressure coming in because if it's, you know, if it's a new script or, or a new story, you kind of have that ability to create your own. But they're very much expecting you to be as Buddy the Elf as possible, right? right. So, And he is... He is different. I mean, he is like he joy is a good word for it, and happy and over the top as a grown man. And so, I mean, was that hard, Jack, to kind of like allow? I would feel like you would have to have a sense of freedom that you'd have to give yourself to like step into that kind of uh, space. Yeah, I think the first the first fear that I had was, well, people are going to walk in and expect Will Ferrell, and they're going to get this twenty two year old from New York, and so. Uh, but then you just, as soon as I just kind of gave into the process, and Buddy the Elf is one of those characters that the more he believes it, the more the audience believes it. Oh, and so the more the more I give and the more I, I b- truly believe what I'm saying, like we were just talking about a line I had that says, uh, real snowflakes are smaller than buildings, that I say to someone in all seriousness. And so it's about approaching the character in a way that's just – fun and really just giving over to the innocence that he has and it can it can be super fun to have that innocence and, and i think we all need it exactly right about exactly. now especially our kids but that's one of the things peppy what so many families enjoy about this time of year hopefully is finding times and moments to see it through the eyes of their kids because they do remind us that there's an innocence um sort of to it all so peppy when you were looking for buddy which i know there are other characters to get to he's he is the star but he he doesn't make the whole show go you know go without others um what was it about jack that you said you know he'll do fine down here in mississippi singing and dancing we got about 900 submissions really yes for the whole show and i would say a, 
maybe a hundred or plus of those were buddies. And when you see a hundred people do the same material over and over, those few that you respond to really pop out. And one of the things was I didn't want someone trying to do their Will Ferrell impersonation because you can't sustain that. And Mm -hmm. as Jack said, you can't be that. So I was looking for people whose own personalities had those same qualities about Buddy that they didn't have to make up. Just the joy, the humor. And uh, it's funny that Jack says that about our uh, ability, our same vision, because sometimes it takes a whole rehearsal process or sometimes casting someone in a show for more than once before I say, you need to start reading my mind (laughs) because I will start something and I'm talking about what it looks like, the vision of it, and they have to see it. And I'll have to say that with Jack, I get about halfway through the sentence and he's like, got it. (laughs) And he does. So completely embodied it. I think it's important to recognize that, you know, here at New Stage, right here in our central, um, in central Mississippi, here in our capital, 900 people, you know, from all over wanted to take part in what yes. you guys, you know, were doing. It's, yes, it's a local uh, theater. It's a state, you know, it's our biggest theater here in the state, but there's folks all over from, from, New, from New York that wants to come down. So what was it about this opportunity, Jack, that was so appealing to you to come to Mississippi for, I guess, spend your holiday really with us yeah 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 i uh well i actually just did uh, a play here called lend me a soprano and i actually got cast for both of those around the same time and the thing that appealed so much to me about new stage theater is number one i heard great things about it from colleagues of mine um i had so many people when i got cast were like oh we love new stage we love jackson mississippi and also i'm originally from texas and so I have a lot of family in the South. I actually have family in Mississippi. And so there was something about New Stage Theater that felt a little bit like home, even though I had never really been there before. And as, I've, as I'm on my second contract here, it feels more like home than ever. And I'd say that's a, a quality of, of Jackson that you don't really find in other places because I've done regional contracts in other places. But there's something about Jackson that the community, everyone knows each other. Everyone is here to help each other and as soon as people hear like oh you don't know what's in jackson well let me tell you everything about jackson and so now i feel like i'm i'm from here and i've only been here for maybe eight weeks so. i hope you've eaten some good food that oh, should be I the have. first place that oh, people <laughs> start to point you to mm-hmm. as where to eat but then also we want to make sure we get to the show times and also want to highlight the fact that you do have a lot of local artists and talents peppy in the upcoming uh, musical not just those from from other states which is impressive so stick with us we got more with elf the musical at new stage theater coming up next All over town, yeah, pennies from heaven, pennies from heaven, pennies from heaven for you and me. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> She's thankful you're listening. Good things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
talking about the good things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. I hope you know by now you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalk TV. But if you want to see Elf the Musical, you'll have to make it out to New Stage Theater sometime between November the 30th and December the 21st as they put on this play for the first time, I guess, in the theater's mm-hmm. history, right? This is new to you yes. guys. And we've got Peppy, the director, with us, as well as Jack, who's playing Buddy the Elf. He's from New York, but he's calling Mississippi home for the holidays, which I think is really cool. But he's not the only one in the cast, although Elf, obviously, Buddy is is probably the star in the leading role. Peppy, who are those other characters that just had to be nailed right for this to translate well from the movie to the musical? Well, uh, in all, we have 22 actors in the show, and most of those are locals. The family that um, Buddy is a part of, there's um, his dad, Walter, who's played by Ray McFarlane, which I know a lot of listeners will recognize that name and recognize him on stage. And his mother is played by Laura, who is new to me. She's been in a couple mm-hmm. new stage shows. But, uh, again, just the the combination of the singing voice and just the, the reading and the look, she was just the right person for it. And we have some young actors who play the little brother who are uh, – so we've got four youth actors in the show, which is always fun. For them and us. <laughs> like, is that audience. a sarcasm or is that – no, I'm just thinking. <laughs> no, they, they're just always ready to – they can't wait yeah. for their turn to go on. And it's good to see that enthusiasm mm-hmm. and the talent that they have at such a young age is really just sort of uh, amazing to me. And it's I a reminder about. to parents listening to good things or grandparents that if you've got that little sparkle child at your house that, you know, uh, is very theatrical or whatnot, get them in their local um, community theater. Give them the opportunity to get on stage. I mean, may not never make it to the lights on Broadway or on whatever, but you can have a wonderful experience and enrich your childhood as well as adulthood by being a part of your community Absolutely. theaters. And so we just so happen to have a great one here in central Mississippi, which is New Stage. Okay, so so when you have to take something as iconic as, or it takes from the movie to a musical, what's the hardest? Uh, what's the hardest part with that? Well, uh, the people who adapted the movie into a stage play with music did a really good job because the with a movie there's could be a hundred scenes, mm-hmm. but in a play you have to narrow that down to a few locations that you can then put on the stage. So they did a great job at. Um, Diffusing oh, is that the word I want to use? Or, you yeah, know, or just narrowing down, narrowing it down to whittling down what what can yeah. be presented, and yet they kept so much of the familiarity that you'll see, remember from the movie is in the show, plus the musical numbers. So, and there are some great ones. In oh yeah, the, actually in the yeah. movie because you got a few duets. It's with your with your lady interest, your love interest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, do you have? Is, is the sh- I should say is the shower scene in there? Do you get to sing in the shower? <laughs> Unfortunately, mm, no. not that one. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still yeah. family friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Portrayed that way on the musical, but I think too the part that so do you keep a lot of the great quotes, one liners that I feel like we all know from from the movie in there? Or was that fun? Yes. Did you even have to read? Did you have to memorize those? Or? <laughs> no, those those I definitely didn't have to memorize. Like sit on. A throne of lies that that kind of stuff was pretty natural but i would say for me the hardest part was 
not trying to be Will Ferrell mm-hmm. because you can't be mm-hmm. someone that you funny. Look silly. <laughs> exactly. And so, but I think that, like Pepe said, the writers did such a great job of of really incorporating all those iconic moments and all those iconic lines that you want to see while still making something original. Um, but yeah, there there are just so many different things like one of the songs is called sparkle jolly twinkle jingly which is all one word and so it's just they, they do a great job of incorporating moments that you love from the movie and also new new moments to create in the theater to give props to the people who make the props i haven't seen the show yet it would be one that my family would absolutely enjoy coming out for but i can only imagine to because part of what made elf the movie magical was the fact it created this wonderland and this sort of mystical you know um holiday kind of getaway so how much hard work goes into those that make the stage and make the props and the costumes and all that, that you may not see them on stage, but you see their work. Definitely. You'll see their work in this show. The, our d- designer, Cody Stockwell has designed a couple of shows here at new stages. Now it lives in Dallas. So he'll be coming in this week. And one of the things about this show, it goes from the North pole to the streets of Manhattan, to a fancy apartment, to a, restaurant so one of the uh, techniques that's being used for this which is fairly new is a lot of projections and they're hand painted by cody but then they'll be as full as you know as large as the whole back wall and so there's a scene where (laughs) buddy rides an iceberg through 20 different locations you know a candy cane forest and mountains and uh, other icebergs and lands in the holland tunnel in New York City. So all that happens in the span of one song. So, so there's so many moving parts oh, behind the scenes. Oh, so many yeah. moving parts, that literally. You can't, so I'm assuming, parts. can't completely give credit or, or appreciation for it unless you come and see it, which is what folks should do. You should always get out and support your local theaters, no matter who's putting out what across the state. But here centrally, making a trip to come in and see this special event, I think is great for the holiday tradition. When can we see it? I know it opens the 30th, but give us the rest of the details, Peppy or Jack. Well, it opens November 30th mm-hmm. and closes December 21st. And the actual day-to-day schedule is a little complex because there are some matinees. Mm-hmm. There are also some school shows. And then How fun. Sometimes yeah. we skip an, an, a regular night. Because <laughs> they're going to be your biggest critics. Well, and we've, <laughs> we've ta- I sometimes pretend like I'm the, the house full of school kids uh-huh. yelling back. At the actors, <laughs> because that happens. You know, the, when a whole group of children come, they feel totally free to just speak back to the actors. Laugh at you. Yeah. Hopefully not boo at you, but, no. <laughs> but, but laugh or back. sing <laughs> or talk back. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because it's kind of, it feels like now you're not in the movie. It feels like you are. If you do it yeah. well, you're inviting them into it so much Absolutely. that they're like, yeah, or respond. That's cool. And that's that's the best part about student matinees in my opinion is you get to not only invite them into the theater but for some kids you get to introduce them to the theater and you get to say hey this may be something that you want to do like the first show that i ever saw was actually a school matinee a a high school came and performed at uh, my elementary school and that's what kind of sparked my interest in it and so it's it's that love relationship to them and just getting to express that art form to them and like you said, like invite them into like a, a real life version of the movie. Like this isn't the screen. Like we're real people, and like I 
I love improv to death. So if they say Merry Christmas, I'll say it right back. So. You won't forget your line because I think I would forget my line. I don't know. Maybe not. Not the iconic lines. No, not that way. But, yeah. But it t- goes to show, too, the talent that's on the stage to be able to do that and that if you've never seen a live performance of any kind, you are missing out on an opportunity of a different type of, of entertainment. And, two to parents, again, that these there there is – there is potential for a career path for those uh, that sometimes Absolutely. I feel like parents don't think that the arts can provide, mm-hmm. you know, a, a path. Did, did you have to do a lot of convincing to get your parents to let you do? do I, I was very much sports for a long time. Baseball was my thing. Uh, I was in traveling baseball all throughout high school. And then theater kind of sparked my interest. And my, my parents were very supportive in the sense of give it a shot. And if you're good at it, let's go for it. And went to college for it and uh here i am and there's there's a lot of professional opportunities and i feel like a a lot of parents seem to think it's broadway or nothing but in other industries it's not ceo or nothing it's there are there are a lot of opportunities such as regional theaters like new stage and it's uh, i live in new york i call new york my home however I go all over the country to perform to different regional theaters or on tour or whatever and that's when you that's when you meet real people and you get to you get to experience all different parts of the country and I think that's really important. I think that a lot of parents um seem to think that it's all or nothing mm-hmm. in there when in reality there's so many there's so and many it's avenues. something you can keep, especially in your community theaters. Even if you have a day job, the theater can still be your outlet Absolutely. and your hobby and your way of form of community. All right, Peppy, I know that there's also a lot of discounts for different, um, whether it be military or those who are wiser in years and all of the above. So if we want all that information, where is the easiest place to go to get our tickets? Well, if you're a computer-savvy person, you can go to newstagetheater.com, and that is spelt with an R-E theater it's spelled with an re or you can call the box office at 601-948-3533 and talk to a live person and come out too and get your tickets there but come out and see it it's going to be fun i see here recommended for ages eight plus which i think is a fun night out this holiday from november the 30th to december the 21st congrats can i say break a leg Go for it. Okay. Hey, break both of them. Myself sounds so terrible. But, Peppy, welcome back, and congratulations on this one. I uh, look forward to having you back in Mississippi, Jack, and you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Now that's something to be thankful for. On Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget, you can find us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. If you've got the Super Talk Mississippi app downloaded, then you can stream us live from there. If not, you should do that. And you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And I'm so happy that do you sit on a throne of you sit on a throne of lies made it into uh, Elf the Musical. It is one of the most quoted, I would say, Christmas movies or recent Christmas movies. And I pulled them up, and some of them are just um, the best. 
there's room for everyone on the nice list, says Buddy. And he's always so sincere about it. And then you can always use son of a nutcracker this time of year, too, if you just need something that can roll off the tongue and get to the point without, without you know, you know, whatever else you may be. Do you like Elf the movie? Is that a, are you a, a, a pro, a con, or watch it once, seen it once, can't do it again? I think, if I'm being completely honest, I have never seen the entire movie as a whole. I've seen bits and pieces when it's been on at different times, but I don't think I've ever just sat down and watched it from beginning to end. I can get that. If you don't have sm- – you might would have with the Wonder Nieces or the Ninja Nephew or in that sort of right space. But now you feel like it's one of those that's been quoted so much. You've seen clips so much. And it's been intertwined into our, you know, uh, holiday kind of culture that you almost feel like you know the movie. Well, in my defense, it came out because it came out in, what, 03? I was still in high school at the time. But it was, it was really? at a point in my life where I had – gotten kind of burnt out on Will Ferrell's brand of humor. And even to this day, like I have to be in the mood to want to watch a Will Ferrell movie. It's just that it's not that he's not funny. It's just that it's so much mm-hmm. poured into a role that it, it can be exhausting. Which I think he was quoted saying he gave everything to Buddy the Elf because, I mean, you do have to be go to a special place to be a grown man to get to that like kind of happy go lucky that he was like, I ain't ever I we we ain't coming. But good kudos to him for that, though. Right. Because you could have come back with a half, you know, done one or half OK one. And it would done at that time. People would have at least come to see it because they wanted to see it, whether it was good or not. It would have made something. Um, but kudos to him for knowing, like, hey, I think we need a tie bow on that. It is what it is. And Buddy the Elf will just live as the elf, you know, for eternity. Yeah, because you don't want Buddy the Elf to become a a bad Santa-style character where it's just a, a, a different take on the holiday cheer. Agreed. Totally agree. But if you're looking for a pickup line, if you're single and you want to mingle, you can try. You have such a pretty face. You should be on a Christmas card. <laughs> Let us know how that, just work. how that goes over, if it goes over well for you or not. Um, but if you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group, you know we're having a little fun there. We always do. We would love to have you. So if you're on the Book of Faces, say it all the time. Just put Good Things With in your search bar and Rebecca Turner pops up. Click the join button. Boom. You have us. We do this. I feel like not if not every year, we do it every other year because it's just a lot of fun with Thanksgiving um, coming up Thursday and something undoubtedly can always go wrong when particularly when family of of multiple like different sides start coming together that you may not see often and with so much riding on one meal, right? Like at least with Christmas, you kind of got the presents. It's sort of spread out throughout the day. But for Thanksgiving, I mean, the meal is the event. And so and all of us look forward to certain aspects of it. You've already been dreaming about it. You know which aunt's bringing it. All the things you're prepping for it, you're kind of getting ready for it. So Thanksgiving, when it comes to the meal or just when it comes to the celebration, it can easily be ruined by simple things. And by ruined, oh, first word problems, like we're not talking about traumatic ruining events of any stretch of the imagination. But it's fun to narrow it down to just four words or less. So you can hop into on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. I want you to ruin 
Thanksgiving lightheartedly in four words or less. Carolyn only needed one ketchup. I, for the life of me, cannot think of anything on a Thanksgiving table that would be enhanced by ketchup. Not one. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Or if you've got something different. Leftovers, maybe, but the... the what would you put it on? I mean, ketchup and turkey do not go together. Ketchup and turkey and te- ketchup and ham do not do not jive. They do not go. Mustard and ham or mustard and turkey. Mayonnaise, mustard, cheese, if you want to make a sandwich. I was thinking more from the standpoint of you're adding a different flavor to something you've had five times at this point. I get that. I mean, granted, if you got to always have the chicken fingers or something for the kiddos, but that's not even don't even lump that into like Thanksgiving dinner. That is a sidebar. That's appeasement appeasement so the kid doesn't starve like that is not Thanksgiving dinner. So absolutely agree with Caroline. You cannot convince me that there is something unless your family um, maybe if your family does fried okra. I'm I'm sitting here like working hard for what that could be. But that's really, too, not a traditional Thanksgiving dish that winds up at the table. So, yeah, there you can just leave the, just leave the ketchup in the pantry. There's absolutely zero reason for that. Aldra also hit it, politics, don't even bring it up. Which way, form or the other? Like, especially if you've got multiple people coming and you're not really sure how everyone is feeling. You know what? It doesn't matter. If you're all swimming in one color together, like, can we just leave that, like, off the table for one full day and just focus on things to be thankful uh, for? I totally get about that. Um, but Ramsey said your sister is coming. Well, you know, there's always that one and it may not be your sister. It could be the aunt. It could be the uncle. It could be the brother. It could be the mother-in-law. Who knows? And it's, you know, every family has one. Oh, yeah. In that way. So who burned the roots, Chris said. <laughs> That's a way to start a fight. That is a way to start a fight. Because if you made that from scratch, you put effort into burning a roux. I mean, not saying it's always good, but saying you actually poured in some hours and some time and attention into that. And so that's a quick way of, can you throat punch at Thanksgiving tables? I don't know. It's probably I've not. got four words that are going to bring PTSD flashbacks for some people when it, can, when it comes to Thanksgiving and the meal. What is that? The turkey ain't thawed. That's panic. You go straight <laughs> into panic, which... We should have been warning you over the weekend, and even now, like, here is your warning. Yeah, if you got a big bird, it needs to be in the fridge now. Yeah, like, stop what you're doing, leave work early, do what you got to do. Or you're going to be run over the bathtub. Yes, and you don't want to, that's not anything you want to to have happen. Go ahead and get that sap sucker into the refrigerator now, and go ahead and be pre-making or pre-deciding, like, what are the next steps to get it completely de-thawed, de-thawed, <laughs> thawed. Um, yeah, because that just ruins it. Because you usually only have one bird. Like, typically, there's somebody, and maybe a ham, but typically you have the... Unless you're the turkey frying house. Unless you're the turkey frying house. you may. So you may have, I guess, what you do... Did you you may be in charge of other people's birds. Like, if they... Like, hey, could you fry ours got, while we're frying saying. yours? So if you're going to... Yes. So let's make it easy. You've got the setup. Can, can we bring it over? So if you miss out, like, on 
the main thing, being ready or even being able to cook, you're like, that's not good. Like that, I won't say ruin it, but it definitely create lasting memories. You're going to get some funny looks if you got everything set up on the table and everybody's like, where's the, where's the turkey? Or I, ew, if you cut into it, it's still not, it's not fully done. So let's just make sure we're taking care of all the bird things we need to take care of today. Carl, or you'll be like Carl. Cracker, bar- cracker Barrel was better. <laughs> Again, those are fighting words. Who burnt the root? Cracker Barrel was better. It's like just jab them right there in the in the innards. But you may be that family. There are families who over the years have just said, screw it. I ain't doing it. I ain't cooking the big thing. It's all about being together that matters. And they'll hit up the local Cracker Barrel or Golden Corral Buffet. Or if you're on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, I'm sure some of the casinos have fabulous Thanksgiving buffets out as well. The Chinese um, buffet is always open. Chinese buffet is always open. Although that's more of a Christmas tradition for my family. That doesn't hit the same as like <laughs> some of the others. I don't know if um, – not Ruby Tuesdays. What was the – What's the one you take your plate down the line and you order off Morrison's of Morrison's Cafeteria? Kind of, but I'm thinking of... Piccadilly? Piccadilly. Thank you. Like a Piccadilly or... Man, I miss Morrison's. Um, something of that of that degree. If you're that family, let us know. 601-879-4395. I think that's cool. And sometimes they do it, like some families who have smaller sides, once kids get married and now they're navigating all the things, they'll be like, hey, you know what? You just come to us. We're going to Gold Crown. We're not going to make it hard. We'll do it on, you know, on a random night and sort of fit it in. I always appreciate the family units who will make it easy for those that are trying to juggle a lot. And it doesn't have to be noon on Thanksgiving because there's always one that needs it noon on Thanksgiving. But stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Rebecca's always thankful for the good things, and that includes you. Thanks for listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Good Things. We're having fun ruining Thanksgiving. Sure, that's a good thing. <laughs> but we're keeping it lighthearted, and we're keeping it under four words or less. Just something fun to think about on the Monday before Thanksgiving. And Aaron and Meridian said, our family has 40 to 50 people every year. On Thanksgiving Eve, we do two big pots of gumbo with white rice. Delicious. Thanksgiving, we have tons of turkey, pulled pork, beef, chicken, and the sides with rolls and cornbread. Well, Aaron and Meridian, that sounds delicious. But you, you also send me the address. You also want to make sure no one burnt the roux, right? That was one of our uh, things that that came in. Uh, Lisa and Clara said, my brother made up the, his dressing yesterday. That's an army pot, so that's a bunch. That is a big old pot. That is a big old pot. So, so the dressing, 
the mac and cheese. I would say the turkey falls into like you designate those to people who have proven their worth and value to bring said those. Yes, Thanksgiving is not the day to experiment with your recipe. No, and I think you have to, especially with the ones like the dress. So dressing is something you only get potentially twice a year, right? Like, so go for what's good and go for the person who knows what they're doing. Oh, yeah. If you want to try something new, you try a small pan of it and bring it. So then maybe like you can test it out like a small pan on Thanksgiving. Hey, I've got this new recipe I'd like to give a try, but here's the good old standard. And then maybe you can be given the okay to bring it for uh, for Christmas or whatever the next one is. But do not ruin Thanksgiving by trying something new or giving such a important. But the interwebs said brown sugar would be great in dressing. Right. No, it wouldn't. And really, to be honest, if it's a classic in your family, whether it's the best version of that or not, you are going for the familiarity of the meal. Like, I mean, even if the the dressing's a little dry, you don't care if Granny always made it. You're going to put more cranberry sauce or whatever on it. If it's a little, you just, just know. Just an excuse for extra gravy. You just know. You just want familiarity, I think, is what one of the cool things with Thanksgiving, at least for those that have kind of had that traditional style meal for the last several generations or decades and some things like stick out i mean they're they're dishes that come and go but you're definitely going to know who's bringing the what and then when they start getting older and wiser you start saying who's going to take over they need to be taught how to who's going to spend the next five thanksgivings figuring out their house learning the ropes Uh uh-huh so for my mom it's chicken and dumplings that was my granny's thing and she always made a small pot big pot whatever of it and when granny transitioned to glory everybody was like so betty you're up you're gonna make the you got because everybody wanted dumplings and it's you know it's now it's like you have to make you know now you have to make the dumplings which somebody else got to get in line because i can't make i can't make the dumplings but um they're delicious and it's something that we definitely look forward to it would not be thanksgiving or christmas Without dumplings at all. That's why I'm not in line for dressing, because I still haven't perfected mom's cornbread. And that's a main ingredient in her dressing. And it's like, i got to get the basics down before I can even attempt the advanced stuff. Absolutely. Debbie from Ocean Springs, we're having fried turkey, ham, seafood, gumbo, and a bunch of sides. Pumpkin pie and rum cake. Yum. So do you, if you had to choose between pumpkin pie or pecan pie? Well, that's easy. Pecan pie. The difficult decision is between sweet potato pie and pecan pie, at which point it's Thanksgiving. I'm having a piece of both. Is there a whole lot of flavor difference between sweet potato pie and a pumpkin Huge pie? Huge difference. What's the difference? Uh, pumpkin pie has that nasty pumpkin spice in it. And sweet potato pie doesn't? No. Not usually. I don't know if I've ever really stopped to think about it. They look the same. So they look can, the same, yes. You can get confused. Do you whip it or not whip it? Whip it. Uh, I, whip it good. I don't have a preference. Um, if little it whip comes in the middle? Whip, I'm fine with that. Oh. It's not one of those where I was like, I have to have some Cool Whip. Where's the Cool Whip? It's a good enough pie. It can stand on its own. I appreciate that. I'm twice divorced combat veteran. I'll be having corn dogs and Hot Pockets. <laughs> well, at least do the Hot Pockets it's in the oven. And, and, uh, don't microwave them. those jokers. Take them up the step. Oven uh, that's Hot Pockets. That's not true. I feel like 
you have somewhere to go to to eat a little Thanksgiving meal with. But you have complicated things for you for yourself for sure. Mike in Gulfport says, listening to your Turkey Day discussion, I am getting a little misty. Remembering all the years past is a joy and heartache this year. His wife will, and him will be alone for the first time in fifty four years. And so that's hard too if you've got kiddos that are leaving the nest and forming families and new traditions and it's trying to figure out how to get, you know, sort of all that in. Well, Mike and Gulfport, you are part of the Good Things family, so you are definitely not alone on uh, Thanksgiving for sure. Nobody should be. But uh, you're not alone now. you got more coming up next. you got the boys with sports talk from 3 to 6. I did not say either X wins or Y wins the Egg Bowl will ruin Thanksgiving. That is left up for you guys to decide which which bill fits there. But um, Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.